You're listening to the Moody Mommies Podcast. Audio warning. You may or may not hear kids screaming and yelling in the background. Or us screaming or yelling at them to keep it together. Jessica. And I'm Vanessa. We are finally joined by one of our favorites, our fellow moody mommy and family member, Cindy. I will. Sorry, had to. Had to. Had to be done. All right. We have many, many, many stories to tell and Earlier, I was talking about how I love doing the podcast with you guys, with our family members, because I really get an insight into what your experience is. And, you know, we see each other at family parties, but we don't really get to sit for an hour and just talk about what happened with our kids and, you know, whatever. We're always chasing the kids around. (laughs) Exactly. I know. So, Cindy, go ahead and tell us a little bit about your family situation. Well, I have three beautiful kids. They're angels, guys. Mm, always. <laughs> 24-7. <laughs> um, no, I have three kids. One of them just turned six. And I have a soon-to-be five-year-old. And then I have a soon-to-be one-year-old. So we have a very hectic household. <laughs> it's all over. All type of um, personalities in here. So it gets a little crazy in here. It gets a little crazy. And I, I, I feel like our babies are so little. You know, with um, Elise being so small, I really kind of quarantined myself before any of this stuff started going on. Yeah. So I don't even really feel like I know Gio that well because she was born shortly after and he was still such a new baby. Um, I, I don't really know him. So I'm really <laughs> bummed about that. <laughs> He's a ghost. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> He's um He's very active. Very uh, does not want to deal with walking or standing on his own. That's as far as like letting go of stuff. But he likes to climb on stuff, but he refuses to walk. I don't know why, <laughs> but he is a little daredevil. He's obviously a mommy's boy. It's gonna That's be right. like that forever. That's right. <laughs> but we knew that. We knew that when you were pregnant with him. <laughs> You're like, this one's yeah. mine. This one's mine. Yeah. <laughs> I said that since the beginning. Robert <laughs> is in denial, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you have you just turned six, just turned five. You did the back to back. Yes. Thirteen months. And Thirteen months. I can't believe that. I thought I was crazy. Can you tell us how you found out that you were pregnant the second time? So I was already. So Ariana was six months when I found out I was pregnant. So I was three months pregnant already. Oh my god. When we found out because I was in complete denial. I just <laughs> <laughs> Ariana's, Ariana's right next to me. <laughs> She's laughing too. I hear her little cute laugh. She's mimicking me and actually making face expressions. Aww. Like a... <laughs> um so yes, so I was three months pregnant when we finally decided I guess to take a pregnancy test to two of them one of them said I was not pregnant and the other one said I was so I kind of just went with I'm not pregnant <laughs> but <laughs> That's a no, so we're fine. Ignore I the other one. One of them came no, so it's a no. I told Robert, and Robert said, uh-uh, I don't think so. <laughs> That's not how it works. So, yeah. So he actually, mommy, so he actually made the appointment to the doctor because I refused. I was just in complete denial. I, I just 
could not imagine myself having another baby with a newborn. <laughs> so yeah. finally, we went to the doctor and um, I told them I was not feeling well. She asked me, can you be pregnant? I said, I don't know. And they checked and they did an ultrasound and they said, oh, you are three months pregnant. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is just amazing my reaction was obviously um I don't know if I was devastated but I was just crying (laughs) I was like I cannot believe this is happening this is not how I planned it but I guess there was just different plans for us it was hard in the beginning but now I see that it was a good decision just because the girls will always have each other and they're super close in age. So I know they'll be growing up together. And so I'm happy about that. But of course, in the beginning, it was, I didn't even know how to tell my mom. I was already older and I was afraid to tell my mom. I wasn't afraid to tell her about my first one, but I was afraid to tell her about my second one. <laughs> um Robert was excited. He was jumping up and down. He thought he was, oh, yeah, my boy. I said, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> my boy. <laughs> 50 50 chance, Cindy. It's my boy. Uh, yeah, I was like, ah, you'll be in for a surprise. His parents were excited. Everybody was very supportive. Uh, but, of course, I was just like, you know, I have a, a little baby that's going to be one when you know, Bella's going to be born and we went to her first birthday party and you were just like ready to pop. Yeah, I was ready to blow up. So it was definitely not something I expected. So during your pregnancy with Bella, did they think anything was going on with you or did they just say, hey, this Um, is looking like a really good pregnancy. You're fine, you know, monitoring you like normal. Actually, with Bella, everything was very normal as far as um, what the doctors were saying. I didn't gain as much weight as I did with Ariana. So they were kind of like, you know what, you're right on track. The only thing they were a little off on was my due date as far as like they weren't sure. Well, maybe it'll be this day. Maybe it'll be that. When I went in, I was already so far along. I couldn't remember, you know, when was my last period or anything like that right you just had a baby like you're just bleeding afterwards (laughs) for weeks like i don't know was that even a period or was that just Uh, my freaking labor blood yeah yeah that's that's exactly how i felt um so i couldn't do that cindy did you even wait the eight weeks (laughs) i actually just waited i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> she's not lying it was six weeks on the no. dot seriously oh my gosh you're, you're so brave <laughs> three months pregnant um, she was three months she was three months barely when i got pregnant so yeah i was actually what right after it's terrible <laughs> that's really terrible i was traumatized <laughs> as we waited so long to have geo <laughs> so now they um they thought everything was fine with with Bella. She was, they thought she was growing normal. I don't know how that was possible, but she was right on track. The due date that they finally decided to give me, which was May 16th, was actually when she was born. Mm-hmm. So they got it right. As far as her having complications, that they didn't get right. They her weight, they, they never got it right. It wasn't, they always told me she was, oh, she's, she's good. She looks good. She, she, her weight is fine for the amount of months you are. And then she was born and even the doctors could not believe what they were seeing. <laughs> <laughs> what were they seeing? We were all in shock. They were seeing an 11 pound, 13 ounce child. (gasps) What? (laughs) No. Yeah. They they were seeing an almost 12 pound child right in front of them. 
and they were like, what? I still can remember all three doctors and Robert in the room just looking at me like, what? What happened? <laughs> and then looking at Bella, and I'm like, what is going on? Because I still couldn't see her. But they were just like, what? What just? I was like, what? Like, oh, and then they started guessing her weight. Like, oh, she's definitely a 10-pound baby. I was like, oh, 10 pounds. Okay, I guess. And then when they weighed her and they said her weight, I was like, what? <laughs> then we looked at her and she looked like the little Michelin baby. I said, oh, my goodness. I did not. Just so you guys know, this is not the turn that I thought the story was going to take. <laughs> I thought she was going to be, like, preemie, like, four like, pounds or something. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, she was, uh, five pounds. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it at least was five pounds, guys. And I was oh, dying. Oh, my God. Oh I know. God. I held her, and I was like, what? What is going on? I'm so used to these giant children. After that, everything moved really, really fast, and it turned very, very scary because... It went from, oh, you have a healthy baby, to they took her out of the room because they said, oh, you know what? She's healthy. She's good. We're just going to check. You know, just because she's of her weight, we have to check her sugar levels. But other than that, she looks good. I said, okay. And then I told Robert, just go with her. I mean, obviously, it's a newborn. I don't know. I just felt like it was better. I couldn't go with her. You go with her. And he comes back with this devastated look in his face, like, I don't know what to tell you, but I asked him what was wrong, and he was like, they had, her oxygen level was really low, her sugar levels were really, really low, and as the day went by, things got turned worse versus her getting any better. Then they um, said her heart was too big for her oh size, and then her not her or not all of her organs got fully developed. Oh, I didn't they know were, that. Yeah, no, they they weren't fully developed, so they had to keep her in observation. And then she had an infection that her body was not able to fight. What was infection? Do you know? They never. They weren't able to because she was so little. They said they weren't able to tell me what type of infection it was or what where the infection was they just knew because of her blood level and like her white blood cells and all this stuff they knew that she was fighting an infection but she didn't have enough to fight it Mm. so they had to put her on antibiotics for like a week and then she got the second so that every day we were getting like different news and every day it was like oh we're gonna keep her longer we're gonna keep her longer so I kind of what Robert was I think that's the first time I actually see him cry because he just didn't know what to do because we had to go home without a baby oh my god and we have a one-year-old at home it's like what do we do (laughs) you know we have to be strong because we have a one-year-old but then we're like falling apart because we don't know what's gonna happen we don't know the outcome she they had her not with oxygen they had her um she wasn't able to breathe on her own for like i want to say it was like five five days or something like that yeah it was like yeah, it was a few days but then she was fighting also um she had jo- she had really bad jaundice so they had to put her in the incubator so we couldn't even hold her for a while because they just had to keep her in there all the time finally one day they they were able to take the oxygen off so they told us depending on how she does today maybe we'll let her go home I think that was like a Friday so they told me maybe we'll let her go home Saturday but then we got home we got back Saturday and they said no uh, maybe tomorrow depending on how she does so finally uh, a week seven days after we had her Seven days after we had her, we were able to take her home. I was so scared because I was reading of another case of another baby. It was the same thing, same 
that he was a newborn, everything that Bella had, that baby boy had too. And they took him home. And when they took him home, he stopped breathing and he passed away. So Mm. I did not sleep. I would just stare at her like, just keep breathing. Like, is she okay? So it was was very draining in the beginning trying to make sure she was okay. And then we still had doctor's appointments with her frequently to make sure all her levels and everything went back to normal and make sure her heart would go back to normal, which it did. Eventually, everything went back to normal, and now she is the healthy, adventurous, feisty little girl that I have. So did they say why she weighed so much and why her heart was enlarged? They were never able to prove what really happened, but their guess, because of the cases that they've had before, um, their guesses were more that I was diabetic during the pregnancy they did obviously do the glucose test on me and I always passed it so I never my sugar levels never came up high when they did it so they think that it happened towards the end of the pregnancy Mm. so I became diabetic towards the end of the pregnancy Mm. and that's actually when she started gaining the more weight which was kind of weird because Mm. I remember very vividly going to my five-month checkup. You know how they measure the baby, Mm -hmm. see how big and everything. And I remember the nurse telling me, like, I was five months pregnant. And she's like, your baby's already, like, almost eight pounds. What? And I was like, what? Like, I was just like, what? What? So me and Robert were like, what? She's like, yeah, like, I think you're going to have have the baby before then before may 16th like there's no no way they're gonna wait till then so they because during that time i switched doctors i think that's where the confusion came in the doctor had already changed my due date from may 16th to like the end of april beginning of may i think it was but because that's when i did all that change the other doctor I kept telling them everything and they kind of didn't listen even though don't get me wrong it was a beautiful hospital I loved from all three of my kids that is the my favorite hospital that was the one the doctors my delivery was just the best there but they kind of dropped the ball as far as listening to what I was saying like there's something she's big like I know (laughs) But, but they would just measure my stomach and they would think, your weight is fine, you're fine. And I'm like, no. there's. I went to an appointment and they told me she was this big and they didn't follow up on it. So Right, because if they would have known that she was going to weigh that, they would have either induced you earlier or had to do a C-section? Yes, okay. correct. They would have never let me deliver a baby, her, deliver a baby that big. Vaginally. Yeah. yeah. That would have not, yeah, that would have, that wouldn't have happened. They probably would have let me gone full term, but they wouldn't have let me have her vaginally for sure. Yeah. They, that was, they were shocked that they're like, you don't know how many things could have, other things could have gone wrong. Like she could have dislocated her shoulder. Um, oh, you could have dislocated your hip. Like so many things could have gone wrong and it didn't, you know, yeah. <laughs> like they, Thankfully, it didn't, you know, there's a, there was a few complications here and there, but nothing that we had to worry about in the long run. So that was good. It like terrified me because I was pregnant at the same time. And I was just like, oh, my God, are Escobar babies this big? Is that going to happen to me? Like, what am I going to do? And then also, you know, the fact that you guys had to go home without the baby. It just feels like that's your worst nightmare. Like, how do you yeah. leave your baby at the hospital? But you have to. And you had, like you're saying, you had Anna at home. So there was no choices there. Did stay an extra day at the hospital. And, um, but then after that, we just had to come home and just had to keep it together. And it sucked when family, like, would call and they they would ask, like, oh, you know, everything's going to be okay. Like, some of my aunts would call me and tell me. And I would just break down in tears. And I was like, 
I can't do this in front of my one-year-old. Like, this is, I have to keep it together. And, you know, obviously seeing Robert all broken, it, like, because I had never seen him like that, it just, like, broke me apart. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Are we going to get to take her home? And then you get to see so many other cases in there. And it just blows your mind. Like, I, it really, for me, it was like, wow. Like, you know, Ariana, I had a, you know, obviously a natural birth. Um, she was healthy as can be. And I took her home right away. And I didn't even think about what could happen or, about you know, having her in the hospital. Stay. Yeah, they have to stay. And just seeing all of that, it was like an eye opener. Like, wow, this is, this is serious. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different cases in there. Obviously, Bella was the biggest child. It was so funny because they, they only have preemies in there. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, all their diapers are like size, you know, newborn preemie, or yeah, preemie tiny. or like size one. Bella was a size three when she was born. <laughs> Do you know who is wearing a size three right now? <laughs> My seventh and, month old child. <laughs> really? <laughs> she barely got into them. <laughs> well, Bella was a newborn, oh and they had to go buy some because they didn't have any. Oh wow! <laughs> I remember we thought that was like the funniest thing ever. Like, oh my god! And the nurses would come in and they're like, oh, "Did you really have?" a baby and I was like yes I did have a baby that's 11 pounds 13 ounces Jesus like how is I know this is new but do you guys really have to come and ask me this <laughs> <laughs> they're like we just had to ask I think I had like four nurses five nurses come in and ask me how many hours a day would you guys spend there I don't really remember remember so we when once we came home I tried so you know they talked to me right away and they were like you know we want you, because we know you have a one-year-old at home, so don't worry about your child here. She's fine. You know, you have to take care of your stuff at home and take care of yourself and take care of your daughter, your 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 oldest one. So I tried to spend more time here at home than in the hospital. Mm. But we would go in the morning as soon as we would get up. You know, luckily, I've had my mom here <laughs> to be with Ariana so I was able to just get up in the morning and straight to the hospital we would be there probably like two two hours or so come back have lunch with Ariana and spend some time with her and then towards the evening would go back to the hospital to spend another three or four hours with Bella and then come back it was exhausting very exhausting because I think mentally, emotionally, physically, everything, it was just, there was just so many things going on. And I, nothing I would change, maybe, you know, maybe a few things, but but um, it was definitely hard that I had to juggle all of that, you know, having my one-year-old, having the newborn in the hospital. And then it just, mentally, I was very unstable. I was very like drained also. It was, it was, it was hard. It was hard, but luckily we went through it, and now all these kids are as healthy as can be. Yeah. So when you were ready to plan for your third baby, was this something that you had to take into consideration when you were ready to start planning? Yes, definitely, because right away they told me, after I had Bella, you know, they obviously asked me, did I want to tie my tubes, did I want to you know, what was I going to do? Did I want to have another baby? So at that time, I wasn't ready to say, yeah, I don't want to have any more babies. That's it. I was still like, mm, maybe let's not go there yet. So the one thing they did tell me is, you know, if you get pregnant again, it'll be treated as a high risk pregnancy because of Bella. So you need to be prepared for that. And this can happen again. And then they, then they scare the shit out of me when they said, and the babies only get bigger. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, look, I can. They're like, you, I'm just letting you know. And then it kind of made sense because Ariana was 8 pounds, 15 ounces, almost 9 pounds. 
And Bella was 11 pounds, 13 ounces. So I was like, I'm going to have a 14 pound baby next. <laughs> oh my I, I can't do this. <laughs> so it, it took me a while to finally tell Robert, okay, let's, because Robert was really like, he wanted a third one. Ever since we started dating, he would always tell me he wanted three kids. I always only wanted two, but. But your mom yeah. had two and his mom had yeah. three. So three. it was kind of yeah. like the dynamic you guys were used to. Yeah, you're correct. After we had Bella, he kind of didn't push it because he knew that I was like, nope, 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 nope for a while. I was like, no, don't even ask me. Don't even mention it. But finally, when we we decided, okay, let's try again. One more. That's it. Boy or girl, this is it. This is the last. I can't do this. Um, I was definitely going into it with a very different mentality than I did with the girls and a little more scared because I didn't know what was going to happen. And I didn't want the same thing that happened with Bella happen this time around. So it was it was definitely I had to take all of that into consideration. But we did it. And Gio is another big baby. Healthy baby. <laughs> so how many pounds was he when he was born? He was 9 pounds, 11 ounces. You hear this? Did you have him vaginal? Yes, all three oh, of them. okay. Yep, all, all three of them. They told me, so they actually told me, so we already know you can have big babies <laughs> vaginally, so even if this baby is big, we're going to let you have them. Oh, wow. They're like, you can do it. They're like, girl, we have faith. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, girl, we got faith in you. And I was just saying, like, like, no. Uh, No, that's not okay. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so they basically right away told me that that having the baby not vaginally was out of the question. Mm. So for sure, we were going to push for that. So, But they were very good at testing me. I think I got tested for the glucose every month it was the nastiest thing ever but I always came out very high so they had to mm. keep testing me just because I was kind of like borderline diabetic borderline so they just had to keep testing towards the end it got worse so they tested even more often but I was never really diabetic it was just like a a roller coaster ride with Gio as far as the pregnancy went. But no, I never got diabetes with Gio either. So they were, they had me on a strict diet that I never followed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who put you on a diet when you're pregnant? This is the only time you can eat. I no. remember that. You're like, they want me to eat this and this and that? Nope, not gonna eat that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I was so mad I would come home like can you believe the nerve of it? they were I think one of the doctors said you know cravings are just all mental uh n- no are, have you been pregnant sir because sir? Clearly, you <laughs> clearly you don't know anything about being pregnant <laughs> it is not a mental thing it is very real but I would always come back all upset about it like I cannot believe you guys told me that okay <laughs> they're like well your sugar levels are a little high I'm like Ugh. <laughs> you just turned into the Hulk real quick <laughs> yeah I think one of the ladies like she would see me there every month doing the test and she was like I feel so bad for you Aww. I'm like yeah I feel bad for myself and she said you know they used to do this to me and I think with my, I forgot how many kids she told me she had, but I think she told me like the second time around, she told the doctor, just give me the the medicine for, just give me the insulin. I don't want to take this test. I don't care. I'm not going to take care of myself. Just give me the insulin. I was like, oh my God, I'm about to go to the doctor. <laughs> that was an option? This whole time that was an option. I, I was like, why didn't they give me that option since the beginning? Why am I still doing this? Man. But... He was okay. Everything turned out okay. He wasn't a 14-pound baby. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, that would have hurt. <laughs> so then let's get into your decision after this pregnancy, right? 
right when you found out you were having a boy, were you guys like, okay, that's it. I'm going to tie my tubes or you're going to get a vasectomy, but that is it. Three kids is. I actually, no, it was actually when we got pregnant. Okay. (laughs) Girl, the minute I got pregnant, I said. This is it. This is it. Uh I looked at Robert. I said, this is it. I know you really want a boy, even though you want to sit there and say you don't care if this is another girl. But I cannot have a fourth child. Mm. (laughs) There's no way in hell that my body can do that. So, yeah, this is it. This is boy or girl. This is it. Three. You wanted three kids. Three kids is all we're having. So we didn't even know if I was having a girl or a boy when I signed the papers to get my tubes tied. I took him to the class with me. He was the only guy there, so he was super embarrassed. <laughs> but I said, no, you're going to see what I have to go through. So come on. What was the class like? Tell um, us. So they just basically tell you what they do. So now they do. They don't actually tie your tubes anymore, or at least not at Kaiser. They actually cut both of the tubes out completely. Ooh. So is it reversible? No, this is completely not reversible at all the reason why they do it this way now i mean you still have an option you can tell them no i want you to do it the other way but the reason they started doing this way is because you know just tying them or before they would just cut like a a small piece of it what would happen is it would grow back Mm. and you would get pregnant again (laughs) Whoa! <laughs> so now there's no way it can do that. And they also told me so something I didn't know because I remember they would always say like, "Oh, if you're under thirty, there's no way they're gonna do it. If you yeah. only have one child or two kids, like you have to, you have to have two kids or three when you're under thirty. But this is when I found out why. It's because so they'll cut the tubes out, but when you're under the age of thirty, it can grow back. So the so, procedure you got done, yeah, if you're yeah. under 30, you could they could grow back? I mean, it could. It could. They said it, there is a possibility, but the chances for that to happen, because they cut it all off, it are really, really low compared okay. to the other ones. So that's why a lot of girls were getting pregnant again, because the other one, when you tie it or when you just cut a little bit, it would grow back because they were so young still. So then they would get pregnant again, which I also had one of my cousins, his wife had just gotten her tubes tied, like probably like a year prior to me, you know, even getting pregnant and thinking about all of this. And she actually got pregnant again, (gasps) but because they did, she's younger than I am and I'm going to be 32, (laughs) but she's younger than me. But yeah, she's younger than I am, and so I guess, you know, whatever, they grew, it grew back, or I, I don't, I don't know exactly what happened or what went wrong with her case, but oh yeah, gosh. so they, they, the cases before were really high, like a lot of the girls were just getting pregnant, so they just had, they finally did this one, they decided to do this one, and it's more like no it's they're not gonna get pregnant anymore it's the safer route yeah it's the safer guarantee (laughs) to guarantee my my see the way I wanted it to is I'm gonna do it and Robert does it too right because like Mm -hmm. that there's no way (laughs) (laughs) it's impossible (laughs) I was like Robert we both have to do it there's he was really good about it he's like no I'll do it you know I'll do it I'll do this and I don't want you to go through all of that. You're already going to have him and then you're going to have to go through that too. He's like, no, I'll just do it. It's an easier procedure for a guy. And they did explain that to us. For a guy, it's a very easy procedure. They literally go in and come back out. And the next day they're like, nothing ever happened. What? Uh-huh. So they so he told me <laughs> I'll do it. But I said, how about we both do it? <laughs> Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm still willing to both do it. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am so okay. So he was like, No, no, if you're gonna do it, I'm not gonna do it. I go, Why? <laughs> I want to make sure we don't have another child. <laughs> um, but I was very set on. I don't want to have another baby. Um, what else did they tell you in that class? It's just they, it goes over. They also, 
take over as far as like, are you sure? They kind of tell you. So obviously now you're at risk of going through menopause on an earlier age. So they talk about that. They talk about it's not reversible. So God forbid something happens to one of your kids. Are you going to want to get pregnant again? You can't. So you have to keep that in your head. Like that's not going to happen. Or what if you get a divorce from your husband and you marry somebody else and you want to have kids with that person? You can't. So they actually talked to me about that twice. They also told me I was still kind of young to do it, even though I was already 30 something. But (laughs) I was kind of already set. I said, no, you know, I know what you guys are saying, but hopefully nothing happens to my marriage nothing happens to my kids and we're gonna be okay um but no I I there's no way I can I can just risk having another baby I'm not good with taking birth control I'm not good with doing any of that stuff just let's just get this over with this is it so I signed the papers even before we knew that we were having another that we were having a boy so Robert was kind of like nervous like shit this is my last chance this is it. <laughs> There's no going back. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. He was very nervous. But yeah, that's all they that's all they talk about. Did they go over at all what the recovery was going to be like for you? Oh yeah, they did. They did. Um, so, th- you know, they told me you have the option of doing it the day you give birth to the baby or you can also do it after. But they recommend you do it right after you have the baby. Like right when you have the baby. Just because you rec- you don't feel the recovery so much as because you're recovering already from giving birth to a baby versus if you wait now you have to go back to the hospital do the procedure and now you're going to be in pain again yeah you know so sadly <laughs> uh, so many things were going wrong already the day that we went into the hospital um their system was down so they were doing everything by hand written that thing on the computer and the paper I signed was in the computers. <laughs> oh my god. They almost didn't do it that day, but I was like really like you guys have to do it. Like there's no way. Like I I already signed the paper cuz they won't do it without your without that paper signed. Yeah, without your authorization, of course. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um so we almost didn't do it, but they did push it. The only thing I was super upset about I'm such a I'm such a fat ass, but I was just sad because I couldn't eat until after they did the procedure. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, it could go one or two ways. You can have the baby and they right away do the procedure right after, or you might have to wait depending on how many cases we have that we have to do um, a C, a, you know, the C-section or any of that. So depending on what cases we get, that's going to determine when you're going to get your surgery. I was like, oh, my God. And sadly, there was a lot of them that day. So I was just like, man, I want to eat. <laughs> so I had Geo at 725. I didn't get the procedure done till 3. Did and I didn't get to eat. All day. Yeah, I didn't get to eat till 5. I think so. it was, like, right before you and Ernie came to visit mm-hmm. Jessica. Mm-hmm. That's when I finally ate. It was painful. I thought it was going to be less pain, but it was painful. They took me to the room, and they told me, you know, you still have the epidural going. So we can leave you like that, or we can put you fully to sleep. And... I'm scared of going fully to sleep. I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to wake back up. Just mm. leave me like this. So they took me to the room to do the procedure. And they're like, okay, the anesthesiologist was like, I'm going to be in the room with you all, the whole time. So the minute you feel any pain, like if I look at your face and you're in pain, I'm putting you to sleep. I don't care. I was like, oh, my God. Okay. That's when I got really scared. I think that's the moment when when I was sitting in the room waiting to get transferred to the surgery room. That's when I was like, what? Maybe I don't want to do this. Like, that's when I got really anxious and very nervous. And 
I felt like crying because then they came to talk to me again. And I think, I mean, obviously I just had Gio, so I was all, like super emotional. But um, I remember like just like thinking like maybe I shouldn't do this. And then a doctor came in and talked to me about, are you sure you want to do this? You know, you can't, you won't be able to have another baby. This is not reversible. Everything that they had already spoken to me before. Yeah, like, like this is your last this, chance. This is your last chance to tell me no. I was so close to saying, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Because I was just thinking that, like, what if something does happen to one of my kids? Yeah, what was, if? I would be like, what, happened? what if something happens to me? I just had a new baby. I'm going to go into this operation. And what if I don't come out? Yeah, yeah. So all of these things just started going through my head. And I was really close to... um almost saying you know what no don't do it I was really afraid of what the outcome was gonna be but I still was like no I kept hearing my mom's voice on the side. <laughs> no more babies <laughs> no more babies I'm not taking care of any more babies <laughs> I was like no I can't have any more kids just do it doctor just take me to the room so they took me to the room they put you into this like metal <laughs> so uncomfortable metal um yeah it was, I don't know. And um, they put me there and then. Um, Wait, what is that? Then to the surgery room. Okay. To do the surgery. So they, it's like they transfer you from a regular bed to like a. Have you ever. Like in the movies that they literally put you in like a metal. And it's like, what are they called? I don't even know what they're called. Gurney? But yeah. Mm, What's a I don't know. Like the thing, like a table that you lay on? Yeah, like a table. Like okay. a metal table. They literally put you on the metal table. So they laid me there, and then um, they tried to put me as comfortable as they could, but then the doctor starts cutting. And, girl, let me tell you, I felt it. Oh, no. And I thought to myself, holy shit, I'm not going to make it. Oh, no. And I read, I kind of, like, squinted a little bit. And the anesthesiologist was, like, right over my head. And he was like, you feel it, huh? You feel it, right? I said, I just kind of nodded my head saying yes. Uh And he said, okay, count to 10. (laughs) I said, oh, my God. And then the next thing I know, I just hear, good morning, uh, Miss Escobar. Everything. I'm not good. Yeah, he said good morning. But it wasn't even good morning. Good morning, Miss Escobar. Um. Everything went great. The procedure went amazing. You hardly even bled. I was like, oh, gee, thanks. I feel like crap. (laughs) They took me to the recovery room. I was there for a few hours, and then that's when they took me back to the room with Robert and Gio, and that's when the pain kind of started. It's like this. It feels like they're stabbing you inside. But they didn't stitch me up because I didn't bleed. So they actually just put glue oh. on the cut. I was like, A little oh. Elmer's glue. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I'm glued. Gee, oh, thanks. my gosh. So how do you feel your aftercare, your recovery was compared to the girls now that you had this procedure done? It was more painful, definitely, this time around. As far as like my my stomach, it was like in a lot of pain. The Did they give you any type of like pain management to help with that? Yes, they gave me Motrin because that's all they can give me was either Tylenol or Motrin. Um, so they gave me Motrin, but it didn't help. The pain was really really bad. Yeah, I think they gave me Motrin, like, to come home with just after having the baby. So it's like, man, I had a baby and I got my tubes tied. You got to give me, like, the yeah. good stuff. You need to give me some <laughs> hardcore stuff. Yes. Um, but you were breastfeeding you know, uh, Gio. Yes, so you could. and you had, Kaiser's really big on breastfeeding. So they oh did gosh. not want right. to give me any any medication <laughs> stronger. Like, they were not trying to give me formula for him or anything like that so they were like no this is all we can give you this is this is what you're gonna take so it was it was painful the first two days two days and after that I felt <laughs> I felt a little bit better and then it, it was it was smooth after that it wasn't bad 
but after the two days, it was it was pretty it was pretty smooth. It was just the first two days that were kind of like I could feel some like stabbing in there or something, but some added pain. Yeah, there was. I was like, oh. So after that, we were good. It was it wasn't as painful anymore. A smooth recovering. How do you feel about the decision now that it's all made and done with? Well, the first few months, I was like, what did I do? And I would just cry. Like, I was like, why did I do this? Like, what? I just felt like something was taken away from me. It was, like, so weird. I don't know if it was just all in my head because it wasn't painful. I wasn't feeling it anymore. But I would feel empty inside. Like, there was a hole in there. It was weird. It was weird. For a while, I felt like that. I did have to see a therapist for all of that. But for a little bit, I just felt like, was this the right decision? I'm never going to be able to have kids again. This is it. This is no going back. And it messed with me for a little bit as far as mentally. But now that my life is very hectic, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, we made the right decision. Now that we're in quarantine, you're like, no. whoa, oh, yeah. we did a good one. Yeah, there's no way I'm having a fourth time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, now, now that we're, we're stuck at home, I'm definitely like, oh, no, there's no way. No way. Now I'm okay with it. Now I'm at peace with it and just trying to take care of these kids now. Well, good. I mean, I'm glad that you, I remember when you were going through all that, I'm glad that you decided to see a therapist and get that extra time to heal and be with the kids and figure out what the new normal was going to be because it is crazy. What's another kid into the picture? Everything but normal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's different. It's definitely, I thought it was hard when I had the girls back to back. I thought that was really hard. But then now that I think about it, it was, I mean, it was obviously hard. You know, you, you, you have two kids, two babies. There were two babies for me. But I felt Gio a lot harder. Just because we were done with diapers, I was sleeping through the night because the girls are in their room asleep and I can just go to my bed and go to sleep. Versus now... Four years, you know, four years later now, we have to wake up in the middle of that. <laughs> and we have to do all of that again. So it, I think it was harder this time around than when I had the girls back to back just be- because of that. I was already used to it, right, with Ariana. I was still. You were you still know, doing the baby days. Baby stuff. Yeah. Yep. And then four years after, I'm like, Basically this done. all over again. <laughs> again. I feel like for me, I enjoyed the break because Justine is able to entertain herself and I'm just go over there, go read a book or go color and then I could just go to the other room and put the baby to sleep. And once she's asleep, then I get to spend some time with Justine and it hasn't been too bad. She's been yeah. a trooper through all this and mainly because she... It's like, I wanted this. This is what I wanted. I wanted a sister. sister. And so I'm going to do whatever I need to because this is what I asked for. She <laughs> said she wanted a Bella. Uh-huh. I really hope she doesn't get Bella's attitude. I'm sorry. No, but you know what she says? She <laughs> says that she wishes she was Bella so that Anna could be her sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> oh, so speaking of Anna... So, like we said earlier, her sixth birthday just passed. and Oh, my gosh. Uh, and it was super, super heartbreaking that we could not have a birthday party for her because of this whole pandemic. Yes, it was. It was hard to explain it to her. Um, I mean, this whole thing has been hard. Our day-to-day is always very hectic. We're always on the run. We're always on the weekends. Forget about it. We're always somewhere. We're never home. Yeah, Vanessa, I think you your family's pretty similar to that too. Yeah. Yeah. Just... During the week we're pretty, you know, routine schedule, but yeah, the weekends we are we're gone. We're like Disneyland all weekend, wherever we can be except here. Because we're yeah. here all week, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
so now they're like asking like why are we not going anywhere why are we not visiting family wait what what's going on so about two weeks back I kind of was starting to okay this and this is going on and especially to Ariana because I was like your birthday's coming up and I you know her first question was well are my cousins coming over I was like uh no about that we're not gonna have a party remember I told you you know there's a lot of sick people out there right now and we do not want to get sick so we cannot have anybody over right now she understood it I you know I god bless me with a very good child but yeah she um she understood uh but she was still what I liked what I like about Ariana is she's able to tell me her feelings, you know, and she's able. So she did tell me she under she knew she knew what was going on and she understood it and. But she was still telling me like I'm still sad about it like I, I get it I know and I know it's not my fault but and it's not anybody else's fault but I'm still sad I'm still. I'm still sad that I can't have them over and I can't have a party. So I was just like, what are we going to do? Like, there's no way we cannot do something for her. And I think one of the times she, one of the times she did tell me, she said, mom, I'm very sad because my cousins won't be here for my birthday. But I think she saw my reaction to what she said that, like, I was like, yeah, but so she turns and looks at me and she says, but mom, you guys are all I need. Oh, that broke my heart into pieces. So I had I made it my mission to do something for her, and everything was a success and was better than I could have asked for. And she loved it. We had a spa day here at the house. I did a must, you know, facials, uh, manicure, pedicures, everything you could think of. We did it. And then the one thing that I know it's gonna stay with her forever. It was the parade of cars and seeing everybody. That was that was very emotional, but also like made her very happy. Yeah, every time I think about it, I get like all teary. <laughs> Dude, I watched your video on Instagram, and I was sitting there just bawling my oh, eyes God. out, like, oh my God, you know, because it's like. It's such a special time for a child. You know, yeah. it's their birthday. It's such a huge deal. And just to think that, like, this pandemic basically tried to steal these moments away from us. But just how sweet it was to see that everybody still showed up yeah. for her and made it special. It was just so touching and so heartwarming. It just... Yes. And it's it made me sad because... I know I have to celebrate my niece's birthday at the end of this month the same exact way and all of the birthdays to come until this is over. So it just, it really hit home, you know, to, yeah, yeah. to see. You know, I've seen the, the videos prior, like that other, you know, other people were doing the same thing and I would cry. I was, I yeah. think for like a whole week, I would just cry every single day. And Robert's just, you know, Robert is Robert, so he would just make fun of me. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Get out of here. Um, but the day of, I was like, I'm not going to cry. Um, you know, I can't let her see me cry because she's going to be like, why are you crying? So I didn't want to cry, but it just, it was so heartwarming to see the love that everybody, that we all have for each other, you know, and it just made me realize, like, we are all in this together and yeah. everybody decorated their cars and yeah honked their horns for her yeah she did not know what to do with herself <laughs> that's so cute like her little face was like what do, do i cry am i happy what am i <laughs> yeah i i felt like you know i was thinking about it and i was like bummed you know we we're trying to make the little sign for her and stuff I'm like oh i wish we could stay but you know just didn't understood but then we're on the way, way there, and I asked I asked uh, Lily if she was coming, and she's just like, I don't know, you know, she doesn't want to see me. She wants to see the kids, and plus yeah. I feel sad. And then I was like, I feel sad, too. And then I just started crying in the backseat. 
and then her and he's driving and he's looking in his rearview mirror and he's just like what's wrong and i'm like i want to get off <laughs> no like, she I was happy everyone. to see I, you know he's such from i mean i don't know how geo's gonna be and i know bella obviously loves all her family too but ariana is very like my family my family like i want my family here like it's not much about her friends it's her family and um even when i asked when she when we cut her cake when when um she blew the candle like right before i asked her like well are you gonna make a wish she goes yeah and she's like i want to tell you so then robert's like don't tell us because they're not gonna come true she goes but i want to tell you guys and we're like okay tell us and she goes I just want to wish for all my family to be happy. Aww. So she's very like family oriented. Like she, she's all about her family. So even like, you know, my brother, if, if she, it wasn't just the kids that she wanted to see. I feel like I, th- I feel like she just wanted to see everybody. Obviously, the kids were very the high priority, right? <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. She was happy to see every single one of you guys. She was just like, in her face, it was like, oh my God, they're actually here. Even Bella was so excited too. I know. She was like, ah! She's yeah, <laughs> like, oh it's my, my birthday too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bella's a, you know, she's a social butterfly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rihanna's my shy one, but uh, yeah, Bella's very dramatic, social butterfly. So any little thing she'll yell for. Yeah. Of excitement, and then Ariana will just cry on the side. <laughs> oh, yeah. Afterwards, when you asked her, How did you feel about that? She's like, I was just so happy I was gonna cry. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> she just she couldn't believe it because we kept telling her, Nobody's coming, nobody's coming. And when she saw that the people she re- you know, she wanted to see the people that she was expecting like every single year was there. It just made her day, you know, she's like, you know, it's going to stay with her forever. And they're in an age where they remember. Yeah, six is like. That's what kind of broke my heart. It's like they're in the age where they remember. They're wishing for everything and we're not going to be able to do all of that for them. Right. And their birthdays at this point, a very big deal because of that. So it was it was very hard to try to figure out. You know how to go about it. I was also very like, I don't know if I want to do that at first because I didn't know emotionally how she was gonna do with it. She did good. I think yeah, I yeah, did worse did. than she did. <laughs> Me too, and I wasn't even hardly there. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm not gonna cry. And I saw one of I saw my cousin my cousin's um, wife when they passed. Her eyes were red and her face was red like she was just bawling like crying like it looked like she was just like crying hard <laughs> and I was like but I started crying. right after that when I started crying I was like I, I told myself I was not gonna cry the turnout was was perfect it yeah. couldn't have been better yeah I know the kids I could see the kids like Justine, Olivia, Allegra, you know, Ethan, I know Elise and, you know, Jade, and they're still little babies, but the older ones, I can see it in their face that they were like, let me out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to jump out. I know. They looked kind of sad. It was just, yeah, it's hard right now, but yeah. we're going to get through it and we're going to see each other and hug each other again and mm-hmm. the kids are going to play again yeah that's Day-day. what i'm looking forward to and you guys will be able to enjoy geo um we can call her tomorrow yeah, we can call tomorrow she's okay. sleeping right now she's she went nine nine already you should go to sleep already too but Mama wants to wait for a lot of time, then I will go to sleep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, I knew you were going to have so much to share with us. We already I went know. over our hour. <laughs> oh, of course we did. 
So, and you know, Bella is a social butterfly thanks to her mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I try to pin everything on Robert, but she's dramatic just like her mother. So, yes. Yes, that's where she gets it from. No, I like it. She's sweet, too. Cindy, thanks for sharing all that with us. It was super informative. I had no idea about how the tube thing went, and I did learn more about what happened with the Bella situation. Well, thank you for having me and letting me share a little bit of my story with these children. Um, Thank you so much, Cindy. We loved it. Love all the stories you had to share with us today. (laughs) And I love sharing them with you guys and laughing about it. (laughs) (laughs) We have many, many more episodes to come. We're working our little hearts out during this time that we're home. But um, otherwise, you guys can see us on Instagram, Google us. But um, let them know. Until then, guys, stay moody. Say moody mommies. Moody mommies. Moody mommies podcast.